All right, let's see if this works, huh? Good morning. Good morning. Yay, I did it. Yay, you did. <laughs> oh my gosh, off to a and good start. I just start. accepted the co-host invite, so we are good there. Nice. And so today is here is Randall um, and then uh, Chloe as well. Ooh, I get to co-host too. Listen, we're doing it up. This is fun. I'm enjoying this power. Yes, good, because I don't want it. So perfect. <laughs> perfect. Yay. Okay. Thanks for coming. Beautiful people. Yay. This is so good. Okay. And I... Thanks for hosting us. Yes, for sure. Agreed. Should I wait a bit or should I just start rolling? Ah. Uh... Right? Hey, this everyone. Is the power. How are you all doing? It's the power we possess. Okay, now Tabea is well, here thanks. in the real account. I just invited okay, you to speak. Okay, there we go. We got Muti here now. Yeah. Awesome. Join us up here. Hi, Nicole. Yeah, my, mine must be taking a while to load because I don't even see Nicole yet. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah I didn't see like, Nicole either. <laughs> taking me five seconds. iPhones must have it a bit faster. Oh, no, Rebecca, you have an iPhone too, Rebecca. So. Yeah, so it is not... But it's not exclusive, unfortunately. Bianca's closer to the router, so maybe that's oh, it. Oh, that's the power she possesses. Okay. <laughs> that's Apparently. a good point. <laughs> uh, so, Tabea, I've invited you to speak. Oh, and Nicole was in and out, inviting you to speak as well, Nicole. We're just getting set up here. Uh, listener by the name of Lee. Uh, thanks for joining us. Oh, and I scared Lee away. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and now Leah's gone. My bad. Um, but okay, are we not seeing the uh, maybe request to speak if you're not seeing that I have invited you to? Or, or maybe, Bianca, you can try inviting them. Maybe it's just me. And hey there, Ernest, as well. Yeah, we can oh, all just send Ernest. out the invites. Nice. Yeah. Hi, Ernest. We'll also and Monish. And, Nicole. and Monish as well. Hey, Monish. Uh, apparently, Nicole can't see the invite. Oh, and then we, we lost. We lost Muti. <laughs> I was able to resend it to Nicole. I don't know if you can see the same see? icons I can because I'm a co-host. Yeah, I'm a, yeah. Um, but yeah, at the bottom, nothing. there's like... Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Nicole, I did send you a speaker invite as well as Tabea from Muti. Oh, Monish got um, it. Look at this. Yeah, it worked. Monish made it happen with me. Unmute Monish so we can hear you. Yeah. Oh, hey, 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 Nicole, are you on mobile? Because okay. you have to be on mobile to use uh, valid, valid speaker. Point. You can't be on desktop to use uh, Twitter space stuff. By the way, if that's potentially the issue... Hey there, Mike, as well. And hey there, I'm assuming Jeff from Near yeah. Hub. Whoever's on the Near Hub account. Hey, hey, good morning, GM. No, yeah, there we go, Nicole. So <laughs> we'll see you on your phone. Um, yes. But perfect. We have like most of us up here. Awesome. Okay. Well, while, while some folks get uh, the trends, there we go. Transitioning to mobile. Tabea is here as a speaker as well. Good, good. Hey, folks, worked out, you know. <laughs> it did. <laughs> it took Very impressed. We figured it out. 
Nice. So we'll just, while we're waiting for uh, Nicole to join us on the speaker side of life as well, um, Ali, why don't you, why don't you kick things off? Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for everybody for coming. Um, this is exciting. Look at us, big group chat. <laughs> um, <laughs> my name is Ali. I have been in crypto since 2014. I am a fetish performer, uh, content creator, professional party girl. Um, I have been working for Spank since 2000, uh, Spank Chain since 2017, and I've been with um, Marma J. Dow since August, so I'm still fresh meat. Um, I'm really excited to be here today. Marma J. has been really um, wonderful and amazing to me personally. Um, their mission is really spreading the love and positivity in space through like tech solutions for social good. Um, so what that has, what I have really benefited from and what I've seen this used as is uh, connecting projects, supporting platform builds, um, and educating others about different crypto solutions. Uh, they're a nonprofit based in Canada, but they're doing projects and connecting people all over the world. Um, I am uh, building a marketplace where I can have not, uh, not safe for work content or lock content. And Marma J has been um, very, very important in this process, connecting me with Calikindra Dow and um, Mintbase, who actually awarded me a grant to build this. So really, really thankful that I was able to find Chloe years ago. We've been following each other for years. And so this opportunity came up and um, really happy to be here. My experience with Marma J has been unbelievable everyone has been so wonderful and loving and um supportive and it's really great to have that type of thing in this space um we're going to talk a little bit about mara j con today and uh learning and building in paradise so i'll introduce you to the rest of the members um i, I don't know who wants to go next bianca or chloe or or rebecca hit it yeah, I can start. Um, so hi, everyone. Bianca here from the Marma J Foundation. Um, for those who do not know me, I am the creative director of the Marma J Foundation, as well as the co-founder. So um, primarily, I deal with a lot of the visual and front-facing work um, that the Marma J Foundation puts out. Um, so that includes the website, uh, social media, um, as well as our lovely educational resources that you see on the website. Um, so I work with a lot of Marma J Foundation contributors, uh, community members to create these educational resources, such as Web3 guides uh, that you see on our website. So very excited to be here. And thank you so much, Ali, for kicking things off. Yeah, thank you so much. I, I guess I can just go next. We can kind of go through the list. Uh, so Chloe here, um, I guess <clears throat> the other co-founder of the Marma J Foundation. Um, and yeah, Bianca, honestly, everything visual that you see generally for the Marma J Foundation, uh, whether it's Marma J Chan inspiration and starting or anything else, it's generally inspired or built from Bianca. So uh, she's selling herself short no matter what she says. Um, but thank you so much, Bianca, for all you do. Uh, she's also my wonderful wife, so uh, that, you know, I'm lucky to uh, hang out with her all the time, not just with Marma J stuff. Um, but yeah, for me, um, I guess the, the Marma J Foundation is named after uh, my grandmother, uh, who was Marma Joseph. Uh, she kind of instilled in me 
um, a, a joy, I guess, in loving and supporting others uh, around me. Um, and that's what we try and kind of uh, instill in the entire Marmajay Foundation. And, you know, hopefully what we're doing uh, for Marmajay Con in, in, a, in a few weeks, actually, it's coming up pretty quickly. Uh, at the Mar- in the Marmajay Foundation, uh, as the co-founder, I am a part of a number of the DAOs that we have or sub-DAOs that we have in the ecosystem. So now we actually have, I think, eight sub-DAOs. Um, ranging from like, uh, yes, we have, you know, Calicandra DAO, who is, you know, helping build uh, platforms on Mintbase, again, to support Ali. Uh, we have Muti DAO, who's here in the audience as well, supporting artists all over. And they'll introduce themselves. We also have Social Good DAO. We have the Research DAO. We have the Gaming DAO. Um, and various other DAOs to just continue spreading love and positivity uh, in the Web3 space. So uh, that's a bit about me, and I'm sure I'll be talking more. So, uh, Rebecca, feel free. You forgot the events, Dow. I'm, oh, I'm, the, I'm torn. You're, I'm you're, hurt. Oh, my okay. <laughs> well, I'm sure you'll be speaking plenty about the events, Dow. As exactly. Well. It was a, it was a perfect opening. Not to, you know, just to say the events, Dow. Also, one of those eight. And uh, as as a member of that sub Dow, along with Ali and and Nicole both here, both also members, along with everyone else of the the planning team that is helping to put on Marma JCon. So I've just pinned the tweet with uh, the dates, some initial info, if you want to sign up for email updates, if hearing from us here today gets you super excited. Uh, and it is happening in a little over a month, uh, the intensity. So my name is Rebecca. I'm the COO of the Marma J Foundation. Uh, as you know, shared by the others, the, the beauty of this structure and, and what we're working toward is to be able to support an extended ecosystem of different people and projects engaged in, in social good efforts. And we've been playing with that over the past little while to define what social good means. And it's going to be an exercise we take through with us into Marmajay Con itself, the, con- the five-day conference hackathon happening physically in Antigua and Barbuda from January 7th to 12th, but also virtually through uh, metaverses such as Nearhub, yeah, see you there in the audience, as well as Myriad Town, uh, all within the, the Near ecosystem, but hopefully with multi-chain, continued multi-chain connections as we so love to do. Uh, and so our, our definition right now, our working definition involves support, it involves love, it involves positivity. So projects like the one Ali described, uh, you know, works, say, that Muti's doing, Calicandra, any of our other partners, as well as SubDAOs, that's, that's what we're all about and what we're here for. And hopefully that's the spirit. Well, not hopefully. It is going to be the spirit that we're going to be bringing into MarmajayCon. Uh, and so with that, it'd be really good to hear from our remaining speakers about their roles uh, within the Marmajay community, the Marmajay DAO. And then also, you know, starting to talk about what you're most excited about when it comes to, to MarmajayCon. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass it over to, to Bea from Muti to, to get that part started. Hello, folks. Um, yes, so my name is Tabea. I'm co-founder of the Mutidao. Um, we're based in Portugal, and I keep on telling this story. Chloe was actually the first person that I met when I entered the Near ecosystem like two years ago, I think. Um, and since then, I've been supporting the DAO with, I guess, educational materials, a lot of DAO and custom function call experimentation. Um, and those kind of things. And our focus in Portugal is to support artists with the tools of Web3. So we are trying to also do that on Mama Jcon by supporting local vendors and educating them about the tools that they can use and maybe experiment with NFT redeemables and maybe a bit of musical um, 
entertainment, let's say. Um, and yeah, I think this is, it's really nice to see how the DAO is growing and how it's becoming a DAO of DAOs. And um, yeah, I think this is a really nice development and I'm pretty happy that we've been part of this and looking forward to what else we can build, basically. Awesome. Thank you so much, Tabea. Um, and next, I'd like to invite Nicole to speak. Hey, y'all. Um, I'm Nicole Tay. I'm the official director of Hot Dog Fingers <laughs> at, um, at Barbajay. And, um, you know, I guess similar to Tabea, I met um, Chloe when I first started at the Near Foundation. And I also met Rebecca at the same time. And so really a lot of the questions I had around like, hey, what's been done with DAOs before in this space? I was like really um, heavily utilizing Chloe as my point person for that. And slowly my questions around like DAOs became questions around NFTs and what was the latest in DeFi. And um, it's just been such an incredible learning opportunity to um, like, work with Chloe and to be building in community with Chloe and to meet all of these amazing people that she's really brought together for MarmaJCon. And I think like really for me, what is so, so special about MarmaJCon and everyone here, um, uh, including our listeners, is the fact that we are really putting our money where our mouth is as far as this event being about the community and if anyone has done community building before or even i would say like uh crypto marketing which is like very perf uh very very heavily related to community building nowadays um it's really effing hard and it's because you are having to create culture organically and these connections organically that are very, very historically difficult to do in like remote decentralized ways. But, um, you know, I think that our group here is a testament to that power coming together. And we're really not shying away from wanting to directly involve and build in community with the local Antiguans. Um, and I think that that really stands out to me because oftentimes, you know, people will say like, Web3 is a solution looking for a problem or, you know, everyone wants to build community, but so few people really even have experience necessarily either being part of a community or building one organically. And I think that this is um, a group that really resonates with me and I think resonates with all of our listeners here, hopefully, um, as far as, you know, we really want to put this to the test and create on the ground grassroots level impact that um, a local community and local communities in Antigua will genuinely experience. So um, I'm very, very excited to be speaking today and to be inviting everyone to MarmaJCon. Marvelous. Thanks so much, Nicole. And uh, last but definitely not least, Monish, introduce yourself to the group and also what's been exciting you about MarmaJCon. Hey, thank you, Rebecca. Hey, everyone. This is Monish here, and I'm from India. Basically, I'm a co-founder of Kalakendra DAO. Uh, it's been a year since we started our Kalakendra DAO. Uh, it's 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 mission to onboard Web2 artists and give more awareness about uh, Web3 space in India. And we've been doing it for a year now. Uh, it's it's been like for uh, three months, not three months, like pretty much four five months. We are the if I could recall first, like we are the very first DAO that became the sub-DAO of uh, Marmaje. 
then then our our course direction got really changed and we are progressing in a very highway now uh, not not the down lane but now in highway um, it's been very much uh, enjoying us to get more now our dao become a social good dao we've been doing social good for uh, people in india sponsoring events and been doing a lot of stuff and that's definitely from uh, the grassroots approach that came out from uh, marmaje foundation i joined i joined marmaje advisor uh, some time back and i've been doing it and um, uh, those essence got into me and i'm trying to incorporate those and it's been very much amazed Uh, with whatever Chloe and Marmaje is trying to do, and I I really love it first of all, and uh, those those uh, the essence again the those essence or ingredients I would say that's hopped into me, and now we are trying to incorporate the same with Kalakendra Dao. Now we have our own native tokens. I'm trying to add some liquidity and trying to find out an ecosystem, and and definitely I I wouldn't miss Chloe like she's been mentoring. me as well for a very long time even like uh, i mean uh, uh, don't take it wrong like uh, even if it is like midnight she would take up and pick up a call and just uh, let me know a- any sort of mentoring that that is what i really love about marmaje even though they say like uh, i mean uh, even though it's like a social god uh, they say they they behave like whatever the social god is like mentoring and stuff i really love the way that we do and that is what it it, it keeps me running and drives me through the marmaje and very much excited through uh, the marmaje con obviously i did miss the near con uh, I, it was my two i mean the two near uh, near con i missed and the last one i really tried hard to get into near con and from then like uh, chloe been talking to me i mean talking to me to uh, getting me to this marmaje con i have applied for the um, the visa probably i hope i i will get this time and hope to see you all in person Uh, hoping, I mean, pretty much fingers crossed. I hope to see you on Nearcon, but it got missed. And uh, fortunately, I I think I'll be seeing you all in Antigua. Thank you, thank you for having me here. Uh, it's it's always uh, pumped and uh, uh, fueled me to drive all uh, all my soul through Marmaje again. Thank you, everyone. Marvelous. Uh, so. taking this moment to to speak a bit more about the event the event we're inviting everyone to so as we mentioned it's uh, it's happening in person in antigua uh so chloe could you describe why why antigua out of everywhere in the world oh um i i can try and do that for sure um <laughs> well for me i'm a bit biased so that there's many reasons in my opinion Um one of the main reasons of course is I am Antiguan and digital assets are legal in Antigua. Um so just purely from a logistical standpoint um it is an efficient place where we can interact with local government with local you know non-government organizations um personally I've been interacting with these groups and trying to onboard them into web3 for 5 plus years regardless um of it being on near or anything else and over the past couple of years of course um it, we've been pay- talking to senators you know um uh, the digital as- the digital asset uh, bill passed in Antigua about 2 years ago um making it legal to transact in cryptocurrencies for example and build cryptocurrency businesses or blockchain based businesses in Antigua um i mean as well uh it's an island that's about i think 80 uh square kilometer or 80 th- uh wait 80 square kilometers yeah the size of most small towns has 365 beaches 
And so experimenting with new technologies, for example, um, you're able to onboard a large percent of the population, um, you know, but efficiently. So without spending millions of dollars, for example, you could still onboard, let's say, 10, 20 percent of the population. So, for example, there's 100,000 people living on the island at any given time. Uh, about half of those people are local. So about 50,000 locals on the island, let's say, at any given time. And so, honestly, having an event where, let's say, we have, let's say, 300 people to 1,000 people interacting with the event, um, you're kind of getting, you know, 2 percent of the population that's able to interact with this new technology. So um, when trying to onboard people through an event like this where um, you really want a lot of touch points with people potentially to show that um, this is a tech people can can uh, rely on this is something that's actually real and can be interacted with in multiple occasions um, it's also efficient on that on that uh, on that point um, so those are some, like the high uh, level reasons why I mean for, for Rebecca from like an event planning standpoint uh, I'm sure you kind of saw the reasons why when we were kind of going into the meetings a few weeks ago uh, discussing with the event planners and talking you know how much does it cost to rent out this wonderful facility um, oh and seeing some of how, how some yeah. of those conversations <laughs> went uh, yeah the difference between that and something like you know Lisbon for example um, you know, what we can do as a DAO and as a community goes a long way. Oh, for sure. It was a, a, a much more positive conversation where you're not feeling a lot of those traditional burdens of, oh, my God, this is going to bankrupt the group just to have this one venue. It's, it's a lot more affordable <laughs> in, in a number of, of different ways. And, of course, it doesn't hurt. All those beaches you mentioned, mm, that's, that's not going to make it a problem uh, hopefully to attract folks to, to come join us in person. And I mean, as Nicole mentioned as well, the, the, this, the ability to have like a community touch point in person because building community remotely is so difficult as many of us know, whether within the near ecosystem or the Ethereum or as many other ecosystems as you can think of the, the struggle seems quite similar in that way where you're trying to build a ton of connections. That's one of the main reasons why we wanted to have this space to be able to have folks to, to, you know, get to hear a bit more directly from us about what we're planning, what we're thinking in the hopes that it resonates with folks and that they, they find ways of, of getting involved. So I just kind of a, a general question, because as we've mentioned, it's a, it's a conference and it's a hackathon. So hackathons generally have, you know, if you're familiar with them, the, there's a bit of an understanding, some stigma perhaps around who can participate in a hackathon. So just from the, the group's perspective, feel free to, to unmute and, and respond. Uh, we've been talking about what it means to be a hacker, like what's who can be a hacker. Let's elaborate on that uh, a bit more now for, for everyone who's maybe interested, maybe might have some reservations or is uh, looking looking to have their, their curiosity satisfied about what the Marmajacon hackathon would be like. As a, as a first point, um, yes. I'll just say anyone who has participated in the Creators and Communities Hackathon uh, that Nier hosted, um, oh my gosh, a year Throwback. and a half now ago, um, yes. it'll probably be quite similar to that. Um, so the idea from, you know, first and foremost is that anyone can be a hacker. Um, from our standpoint, you know, a hacker is, you know, someone who takes in, you know, the, the skills they have and takes like the inputs they have and just, you know, puts it together with some creativity and maybe some help from other people and hopefully produces an output to try and solve a problem. 
um, that might not be the most efficient solution to that problem, but at least it can kind of hope you get help the community or help yourself get a few steps closer to that efficient, wonderful solution. Um, but that to me is like the hack, the hack that helps you get a little bit closer to the solution you're looking for. Um, and so for Marmar JCon specifically, and you know, because our theme is social good, we want to make sure it's you know everyone's very clear um, that anyone can participate and you know come together and hack at um, solutions to problems that uh, there might they might see in the space. Um, and as Nicole uh, rightly mentioned, we're trying to keep uh, a lot of our topics and themes. Uh, at a grassroots level, where we're supporting local organizations or local efforts. And so we're having speakers that are going to come out, share some local problems that they're having, you know, regardless of, you know, blockchain or anything else. It's just problems that exist. And, you know, in my opinion, the Marmajay Foundations or the Marmajay community's goal is to come up with solutions where near where decentralized storage, where decentralized ID, decentralized reputation, other blockchains, regardless of the chain. But how can Web3 start to solve some of these local problems that exist in Antigua, um, regardless of the organization? And so uh, if anyone here that's listening considers themselves uh, potentially a Web3 expert or they understand, you know, maybe the you know, solutions that Web3 can provide, then, by, you know, even by participating and maybe hearing some of the, the, the problems that uh, organizations in Antigua are having, you know, maybe that's a way for you to participate. So I know I see Astro Dow here in, 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 the, in the chat. We have NetBot and, you know, we have all these different groups, you know, NearHub for metaverses. There's all these different solutions that could exist um, for these local Antiguan organizations and they don't really know about them yet. And so, you know, part of our goal as a, as a group is to kind of showcase these solutions um, and also have inter an international group solving these uh, solutions, but also educate locals at how they can start using some of these tools to solve their own problems as well. Yeah, and, and building on that, because one thing we've been learning a lot about, the more we've been speaking with people locally, building up uh, potential partners, speakers, things like that, is that when we say, uh, you know, we're trying to make this event as inclusive as possible, we're also trying to make it as accessible as possible. And that's also for any of the members of the local Antiguan population who join us as well, because of course this is this is something we want to bring together our international community and and friends and various partners, but also to engage with uh, with with everyone as many people as we can, everyone <laughs> hopefully on on the island who who might have any measure of curiosity and interest in in social good in trying to leverage say NFT utility for their business and wanting to learn about DeFi, all of these different topics. Uh, and so in trying to be as accessible as possible, I, I, I reference that so that anyone who's thinking of participating in the hackathon is also considering from that perspective, what if this is someone who is just touching blockchain technology for the first time? Anything that we're crafting, anything that we're encouraging people to develop in response to these hackathon challenges has to be devised to a certain degree with that in mind of making this as approachable as possible for literally anyone to be able to engage with. Uh, and that would hopefully result in the most or as many practical solutions as possible to any of the challenges that, that these individuals or these groups might be facing. And, I mean, yeah. and also just as a quick, cool too. So, yeah, as a quick example, 
Yes. My mom participated in the Creators and Communities Hackathon, and she's still working on her Black History virtual map project to be built um, as well. So uh, the idea is literally anyone should be able to participate and understand how a DAO can help manage the asset, how the metaverse can help educate and provide lower barriers to entry. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, we want to we want to spark imaginations and inspire folks both with you know those who are participating and are coming from from different perspectives of understanding of the topics and the material we're addressing and then also anyone who might interact with it ever. It, the hope is to have staying power. This is the first Marmajcon of many is the plan. So, uh you know, the thinking of also including, you know, to that point of different kinds of folks, maybe those coming from a more technical developer background, those from a more creative and artistic one. Uh, I kind of want to put Tabea a little bit on the spot because there's a a lot of really cool initiatives that Muti's been doing and and you referenced slightly, but maybe you can elaborate on a little when it comes to talking about NFT utility and in particular wanting uh, wanting to work and workshop a lot more closely with say like local vendors. So could you maybe speak to different activities that Muti's been doing in Portugal that could have a lot of applicability uh, within the space of Marmajecon in Antigua? Yes, uh, sure can do. So <laughs> generally, um, we always try to create things a bit with a twist. So we always try to create physical events or physical happenings or workshops that are somehow related to Web3, um, be it educational or be it including the metaverse or, for example, uh, using NFTs or creating a real use case for NFTs. So what we've been doing for about a year, a bit less than a year now, is that we created a store on Mintbase, which has NFT redeemables. So basically, we have artisan and handmade um, products, paintings, merchandise from our artists that people can buy with Nier as a redeemable. So they buy an NFT, but instead of just receiving a JPEG, for example, they actually receive a physical item. And for us, this is, it's really important because this is actually something where the technology can help a lot. Like it can help the vendors, it can help um, curators, for example, it can help locations that sell articles of artists. And for us, it's really important to keep on working with this and maybe spreading the word a bit so that, you know, Web2 folks as well understand why crypto blockchain can be so important and, and useful. Um, so even though I think we're small, our division is really to educate more people about that and why it's sensible, why it's practical and why it's good that you don't have a middleman in between. Um, so this is something that we would like to do for Mama Jcon as well, maybe give a workshop, like a hands-on workshop for the local vendors that are there um, and explaining them what they can do with the world of NFTs and how to mint it, like just the basics, because I think once someone gets into the basics, they're you know, their their mind starts developing other ideas, but this is something that we would like to work on um, for the event. Yes, I'm looking forward to it oh so much. Uh, so I, I should also note for anyone listening, if you have any specific questions for us, please just request to speak. We'll invite you up. Um, this is both a kickoff introduction to, you know, all of us as a team to Marma JCon as an event, but also we want to be hearing from the folks joining uh, today about, you know, what, what curiosities they might have regarding anything that we're doing, but also maybe even specifically around the event itself. So feel free to request to speak. And uh, we'll we'll try we'll try and answer your question. We're still planning it. Um, hopefully, we're planning for every possible contingency. And who knows? Any awesome suggestions that come through here 
yeah, could be could be ripe fodder for inclusion in the event. So bear that in mind. Oh, also, hey, uh, many people in the audience, but hey, there's Shalef, um, I guess, I guess, co-founder of Multicall. We'll go with yes. that for now. Um, but on the hackathon side of things, uh, got to give a huge shout out to Multicall and Shluff uh, specifically for kind of always taking like charge when it comes to uh, the Marma J challenges. Um, so for those that don't know, uh, during the first meta build uh, last year, I think it was, um, the Marma J Foundation put out a challenge. Um, we were using we were using a DAO on Near. Uh, for all of our activities and, and payouts. And we decided, hey, uh, it'd be really cool if we can use our DAO to also interact with DeFi and other, you know, dApps and applications on Near that aren't as simple as, you know, transferring um, or just kind of voting on one thing and one proposal. Um, and we were like, cool, I think it would be great to have an escrow contract that where we can like, you know, send some funds and, and that contract could execute more logic for us. Um, and it was very vague, um, but I put up some uh, the, the, the question and potential solutions um, and Schluff and the multi-call team uh, created multi-call.app. Um, and if no, if people here are interested in, in Marma JCon but have not yet checked out multicall.app, uh, you can pretty much hack on Near right away by just spinning up a DAO on Astro and going to multicall.app, and you can just start playing around with uh, Mintbase, with Ref. You can create your own token. You could just go do a bunch of crazy cool things by just dragging and dropping like a recipe mixture of transactions on near. And, and so to me, uh, this is kind of the cool, like, I don't know, seeing what can come from people just coming together, posing challenges or, you know, problems they're having interacting with the Web3 space and seeing how the Web3 community can just, you know, go, oh, I, I can I can potentially solve that and how that can become a, a business or a company. They can, you know, the multi-call team has received a grant from the Near Foundation. Um, and I mean, I'll keep singing your guys' praise if you don't come up and stop me, Shluff. Um but I mean, this is a group of students now who are continuing to provide so much support for the entire Near ecosystem. Uh, it's all open source code. And that all just started from, you know, a hackathon, just from, you know, having a bounty to solve a challenge. Um, and so we're trying to, you know, hope to continue that theme for this Marma JCon um, with the challenges that we pose. Um, we'll have many challenges that interact with Astro DAO, and now obviously with Multicall. Um, in my opinion, we've been talking to many like NGOs already in Antigua, and a lot of their challenges surround a lot of what we are all challenged with every day. Like, how do you raise funds and manage a treasury for your community without receiving government funding? Uh, it's like it's like one of the main challenges there, where like they want to keep autonomy with their group, they want to be able to keep supporting the local community and raise funds and do it transparently, um, but they they don't necessarily want to have everything be public. So obviously talking about ZK and being able to have things publicly and be public and audible, but be keeping some things private. And they don't really even know anything past Bitcoin. And so there's a lot of these challenges um, that might seem insurmountable from, to a local population, but to a lot of the developers in the near ecosystem, they might actually understand, okay, actually, um, because we have, you know, private shards, because we have cheap transactions, because we have off-chain storage, you know, these solutions can be solved um, in this type of a way. Um, and so, yeah, a lot of the groups that are locally we've been speaking to are actually quite excited. Actually, one of the local senators we've been speaking to um, 
who is hopefully also, you know, who actually is confirmed to speak as well, which I'm excited for. Uh, we've been talking about, you know, them potentially wanting to look into, uh, you know, what, how blockchain can be used outside of these only financial use cases and how it can actually be used to support the local community in Antigua. And so um, I'm kind of really excited for more success stories like Multicall, where it's not just me coming up with challenges, but it's, you know, local senators coming up with challenges, local nonprofits coming up with challenges, and then developers in the near and, you know, Web3 in general saying, hey, you know what, I can, you know, solve that challenge potentially in my way. And seeing that actually be used in the local you know, school system or in the local transportation system or whatever else. So um, and, and, you know, to Rebecca's first question, like why Antigua? Um, because Antigua is arguably small enough where these hackathon challenges could actually become used in the local uh, like government systems. So to me, I think that's pretty cool as well. I love every time we're able to say, okay, yeah, let's talk about our success stories. The gushing commences about multi-call and it's obviously worth it. Uh, and it, it, I think it, it makes all of our hearts glow a little bit because it is such a wonderful story. Um, so yeah, hats off to you, Chlef. Also an advisor member of the Marmaj DAO and a member of, like through Multicall, member of the uh, the Marmaj Research DAO, one of our sub DAOs. So I the the hackathon question we can we can keep talking about uh, in particular like that that practical that impact that measurable impact angle is what we're hoping to bring here too, but um, hopefully it's also clear that. If you are someone who's not entirely technical, like myself, that there's still a lot that you could be contributing there. The bounties as we're designing them range from idea bounties full to presentation. So that's something that, you know, of course, we want to get people intrigued and curious if you want to dig in from a more technical aspect. But then also there's a lot of room for involvement if that's not your speed and that's not your style. Um, and you are more of a communicator, an ideator, an entrepreneur in, in, that, in that other way. So just be sure to, to keep that in mind, folks. Um, and we had maybe someone who was going to ask a question and then they left. Oh, no. Okay. Well, a uh, reminder that if you do have a question to please request to speak, I did a fun thing where I like bumped in and out um, and I have lost my co-hosting capabilities. But either Ali or Bianca will um, then accept or, uh, you know, Make sure that you get up here to speak if you have a question. Oh, thanks, Allie. Now I'm a co-host again. Ha, the power. Thank you so much. Uh, so any other things to share, crew, here on the speaker side about, about the hackathon, about the, the converse itself that, that might be of interest to our, to our group of listeners here? Uh, yeah, I just quickly wanted to touch on um, why um, at the Marmaj Foundation we are just so excited um, to be hosting our first ever conference and hackathon in Antigua. Um, for those who um, don't know, Antigua is just a very special place to the Marmaj Foundation um, for many reasons. And Chloe did touch upon some of those um, earlier on in this Twitter space. Um, I think that we're just so excited about hosting an event that really encompasses what we've been working on since 2019, um, which is when we founded the Marmaj Foundation in Antigua. Um, and bringing together just a mix of people, uh, both locally and internationally, to participate. Um, Antigua is full of so many possibilities, um, and we're just so excited um, to really be bringing together everything we've been working on um, in a one-week event, um, meeting new people, um, connecting Web3 to 
um, people who have never even considered it as a possibility for something that they can really use in their daily lives and for social good. Um, and with that, um, I actually see that Aziza Lake has joined in the audience. Hi, Aziza. I'd like to welcome you to the space. Um, Chloe did speak earlier just about some of the things that you are working on. And if you would like to come up and speak um, and just kind of talk about um, your involvement with Marma Jacon as a speaker um, and just some of the things that you're interested in, um, we definitely welcome you up. Hey there, Aziza. Welcome to the space. Um, we wish. How's your day going so far? Hey, day's going well so far. Thanks for inviting me to the stage. I just realized the space was was um, happening, so I'd love to, you know, talk about, um, you know, Web three and the opportunities for persons who are attending this conference. I think it's an amazing thing. I I think it will be the first of its kind um, in Antigua, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to it as well. Um, I've, I first met uh, Aziza, for those who don't know. Uh, Bianca and I were in Antigua in 2019, again, as Bianca just shared, trying to get the Marma J Foundation just started. Uh, we met actually at a beach cleanup because, uh, I mean, Bianca and I weren't trying to go there and act like we knew uh, all, all the ways that we could help. But we're honestly just trying to find ways to support what's already happening in Antigua. Um, and I honestly was, um, I guess, um, I don't know, I, I felt so supported to know that people like Aziza were in Antigua, uh, helping their local communities, um, you know, trying to bring some knowledge and education to the local political um, uh, space in Antigua as well, which I think is so important. Um, and I know that Aziza and I have both kind of, I guess, bonded specifically over trying to use Web3 and blockchain tech for things other than just um, financial or economic gain or, or like, I know that DeFi has been a huge, you know, prominent uh, discussion point in the space for a long time. Um, but I for personally, um, you know, the whole the, over the past few months, seeing uh, how the conversations seem to have shifted, even around the, you know, the, the, dinner, ta the dinner table uh, with friends and family, instead of everyone discussing, you know, what should I buy or how can I get involved financially, the conversation now has shifted to, okay, well, how do we build or, or what, how can we, you know, connect our communities through this tech? So, I mean, Aziza, I know you were kind of hinting at potentially look, having some ideas of, of getting involved and then not financial aspects. So if you have any ideas that you could share or just kind of ways that maybe some of the developers in this space that are here listening, some of the people that might be hacking on challenges, things that they might be able to think about already uh, that they can start building for, for Antigua, that would be great to hear. Hi. Um. Yes. When we met in Antigua, we uh, we met at a beach cleanup. So so it's very random. Um. Um. Environment is something that is very important to me. So um. I was glad for the connection. Meeting someone like meeting new people. Um. People with similar interests. Um. And as in the physical space that I, um. Occupy, they're not. <laughs> no one understands blockchain we did pass a digital assets bill um recently in antigua and barbuda and i was the only one on the um the government side because i'm a government senator um who contributed or debated it because um much of the you know the older politicians don't understand blockchain technology um and so that's something that um i'm more interested in from the the 
how should I say, not on the economic side because I'm sometimes I can be risk averse and I want people and, and people are, you know, where we, especially now when we see what's happening in the news about investing in it from the, the economic side of it, the financial side of it. But I want to see for other uses um, in Antigua Barbuda, I think it can be very useful in terms of data, um, um, particularly like in the healthcare um, system, I think that it can be very useful, like blockchain technology. When you're trying to secure data and you want it, you know, copied across a network, so if someone hacks into your information, um, it'd be difficult for them to do that. Uh, the decentralized aspect, we can look at it different ways that it can use for, you know, charities, um, healthcare. No, just like there's so many different uses. Um, that can be had from it if we are to think creatively um, and just see how it can benefit us um, in the long term because I think it's here to stay um, as we as we look into transition from web two into web three and so I'm looking forward to the conference I'm looking forward for the opportunities that it, this can you know inspire Antigua and Barbados as they understand okay this is what I can use it for and so I'm I'm really excited about the possibilities. Awesome thank you so much for sharing uh Mrs. Ziza Lake much appreciated um and I, I am so grateful for the for the random connection but I think it is random but not that random I mean Antigua only has so many <laughs> places to meet up and the, the people that do have the similar interest in it uh, luckily uh we do find each other and I think that's one of the things I'm really excited for for Antigua I have friends that are taking uh, uh trips from Miami on cruises and they're like, oh, I'm stopping off in Antigua. Are there any blockchain meetups to go to? Is there anything to stop at and do? Um, and I'm like, it's coming. Uh, there, there, there are going to be stops in Antigua where we can start discussing these things. And as you said, uh, from an educational standpoint, from what are the possibilities? How do we think creatively to find ways to use this tech to solve challenges that the local population or organizations are facing? And I think that's when we start finding these long-term viable solutions for blockchain tech, not the how can I, you know, uh, I mean, I hear a lot of stories about some not, not so great things happening to, in Antigua where people just think that blockchain is a way to just, you know, get rich quickly, to, to, to double your money in a short period of time or any of these types of things where if we just completely turn away from that and we talk about, yes, we can talk about how DeFi can be a stability mechanism, how as an artist, if you're earning in a volatile token like Near, how you can use decentralized finance to be able to maybe find some stability until you're able to aggregate enough funds where you can cash out uh, efficiently, fine. That, that's a, an educational concept, but for, it comes from a place of, okay, how do you efficiently donate to a charity that's trying to, you know, uh, save uh, the, the Antiguan uh, racer stake uh, on the offshore islands? Uh, and, you know, how can you see where your funds are going transparently and track the funds throughout the system? But then, you know, you don't want to have all of the funds trackable, so you're going to use zero-knowledge proof so that the government doesn't have to worry about, uh, you know, certain people prying. There could be many solutions, but I think... Uh, uh, I agree that it's it's exciting that we're coming together and anyone on Antigua who's excited about it, you know, they will know where to go to learn about it, uh, which is exciting as well. Uh, so we're, we're still open for questions from folks. Someone did request to speak and then, and then disappeared. 
don't don't be shy. We're 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 here and willing to to answer any questions you may have, and also to hear any suggestions. Uh, as mentioned, this is the first time we're doing this. Uh, we have assembled a fair amount of expertise uh, across different event types and community building instances. Um, but if there are any tips and tricks from the hackathons that you've hosted yourself or even hackathons or conferences that you've attended uh, that really stood out to you, you know, really open to, to hearing that also to include in our own pra- programming and in our own approach, uh, which I actually can elaborate on right now. I realized we didn't do like the full overview. Uh, so <laughs> 47 minutes into the space. Here we go, folks. So the, the plan, the idea here over the five days is that the first day is really getting everyone grounded and kicking things off. So it's when we have our opening night, everything's open uh, to, to the public to, to come in, stop by, learn a bit more about who we are, what we're going to be discussing and working on over the, over the coming days. Uh, and that then is the Saturday night. And it'll go into the Sunday, still keeping things very introductory and very welcoming because we are not as- making any assumptions about where folks are coming from, from a familiarity perspective. So it's a very, what I'm calling a 101 sort of day, like Hackathon 101, Blockchain 101, just to get everyone familiarized with our you know, basic terminology, some fundamental concepts, so that we can then build on that in the subsequent days. I should also note that we, you know, we wouldn't be inviting you to come and learn and build in paradise if we didn't show you a bit of paradise as well. So we have some excursions planned, some activities, and uh, the NFT tickets for those will be posted in the coming days. Uh, there will be a cost attached to some of these because there are admission fees um, and then transportation costs. But otherwise, attendance to the conference and participation in the hackathon are completely free of charge. Uh, I've pinned here the the tweet announcing that you can uh, receive or claim your your free attendance NFT for the general hackathon and conference. It'd be good to know you're coming. This is how we're helping to keep track of numbers. So if you are considering this, please feel free to claim the NFT. Uh, It is free to do so. And then we'll have in the coming days the the activity NFTs posted. So the Sunday, you know, each of the nights there's something going on to help show off the the gorgeousness of of the island. Uh, and as we go into day three, which is which is Monday, uh, it's very much focusing on our local context, having uh, folks such as Aziza come and speak and and share with with the audience about what is what is happening at a local level, what could be possible, what's needed, uh, and really discussing more of those, those, those problems, maybe those successes, and having people understand a bit more of the local context when we talk about uh, Web3. And then we move into day four, which, I mean, it wouldn't be something we host if we weren't talking about DAOs. <laughs> it's, uh, we've talked about DAOs a ton already just in this uh, time with everyone. So it's focused on DAOs, self-sustainability, talking about Web3 businesses, uh, you know, how to, how to pitch your project, very tactile, uh, more, you know, founder entrepreneurial sort of side of, of, a, of the topic there for, for that day. And, uh, and then we move into the day following, the Wednesday, which would be a lot more focused on uh, the hackathon presentations themselves, if those are available, uh, and uh, all the bounties will, will close at the end of that day. And then we're ending on the Thursday with a full retreat, because after all the knowledge, the networking, 
the the thinking, the building. It's so important to us that we just have some time to unwind, to bond, to fill up the wells of inspiration so that when everyone has to go back to the real world, you're not feeling drained, you're, you know, you're not feeling tired, um, but you're actually feeling rejuvenated and, and inspired instead. So that's, that's the broad strokes overview. There's going to be more of a, of a schedule posted, still tentative, as I mentioned, all things are, are in progress. Uh, but there'll be a schedule posted there uh, soon. Yes, thanks, Bianca, for the thumbs up. <laughs> it's good to know. Soon, uh, as well as uh, helpful information from our partners on the ground with regards to uh, booking accommodation. Uh, there's going to be an island guide posted thanks to our, our accommodation partner and event management partner, the Vacation Boutique. They're fantastic folks. That island guide is going to be going up next week with a lot of information about how to get there, what do you need, uh, what should you be aware of, even from when you're packing to when you arrive at the airport to when you land on islands. Like every step of the way, we want to just provide as many resources as possible so that everything's as comfortable as possible and you can focus on what properly matters, which is being there and having a good time. Uh, and yes, when I say accommodation partner, they have a travel concierge service. So you know, as you're looking for accommodation and you're trying to figure out, oh, do I stay at that all-inclusive or maybe I need something a bit more budget-friendly, you just type up a little questionnaire and our friends at Vacation Boutique will, will help hook you up and give you some awesome recommendations for uh, where you can find your accommodation. So that's, that's, all, that's all coming in, uh, in the next week. Want to be sure to give people, you know, some good time, especially before we head into the, the holiday season in order to get your arrangements in order. Uh, but I see joining us, we have someone else with potentially a question or thoughts. Ernest, hello, welcome. T introduce yourself, please, to the group, actually. Okay, um, good, good evening, everyone from here. It's about 18.53 here in Nigeria. I, my name is Ernest. I am a student. I study architecture in my hometown. And um, I have been with Imam Dow contributing, uh, primarily helping out with the research DAO, um, cutting up um, clips and making highlight reels for Chloe as she streams and um, researches and also engaging with um, DAPs in the new ecosystem. So that's basically what I do to support the um, Mama J DAO. And I am totally hyped about the Mama J coin. The idea of 365 beaches has got to me. It has got to me. I go to the beach almost every weekend in my hometown. So um, that's that. I'm hyped about it, and I hope I can get to attend. I have already got my tickets um, for the Mama J con, and I hope I will be able to attend. So I, I wanted to ask a question, but I think Rebecca has gone through um, the schedule for events. And um, um, I think she has also addressed um, the, um, the, pro, the provisions that would be made for delegates who would be coming from other places who might not really know the island well and who would want to be settled. So I basically that, but then um, let me quickly ask this: What plans do you have to, um, um, let's say, give back to the community? Recently, I was in Lagos. I attended um, 
um, a conference for NFTs in Lagos. And at the end of the event, we took to the streets. We um, spoke to people. And um, we had um, people scan um, QR codes to um, get um, tickets, which the um, project bought back from them, helping them on board onto crypto in that way. So I don't know. Do you have plans to reach out to people who might not be attending the event uh, themselves, um, people in the streets, people at markets, um, people at the bay, at the shores, and all of that? Oh, I, I could take... Oh, Rebecca, go first, please. I oh, talk too much, so... No. <laughs> well, we'll do it. We'll do it together. Uh, and and to, to say from sort of that, that broader perspective of just just anyone anywhere, I thank you for that question, Ernest. Uh, the hope is they'll, they'll come stop by. The venue we picked is very intentionally central. It's, you know, right right there in the midst of the action in, in St. John's. It's called the, the Multipurpose Cultural Center. Uh, so hopefully they'll actually come in and, and, you know, join us for lunch, a couple of sessions, and that would be how we're able to, you know, support them in that way of getting them onboarded with a wallet, um, you know, introduce these concepts to them in a, in a lot more of a tactile, practical way. Um, in terms of the help aspect, there's also the fundraising we're going to be doing. Uh, that's one of our one of our evening events and activities. So we have a couple of uh, local nonprofit partners. Uh, it's been mentioned kind of already, but I'll state I'll state them again. So there's Dogs and Cats of Antigua. Uh, there's also uh, the Friends, the Friends Foundation or Friends of the Care Project, uh, who we're going to be fundraising for. Specifically, we're also hoping to support uh, the in- Environmental Awareness Group or the EAG, uh, and those are kind of our the trifecta of of local partners that we have at the moment. Others are welcome if if they're if they're listening, please. Email us at info at marmaj.org. We'd be happy to collaborate or work with folks and, and help and help them with, with fundraising, utilizing uh, blockchain technology. For more of that broader trying to get in touch with as many people as possible, uh, this is why we also have a number of events in the evening scheduled to happen just throughout different parts of the island. So hopefully we can end up being like a little, a little traveling troupe of folks who, while we're having fun, while we're doing a beach cleanup, of course, needed to do one of those. Uh, that's also slated in the schedule. While we're doing a beach cleanup, it's it's something where we're we're talking with different people, um, and really education is the main vessel through which we're hoping to like give back in in that way. Uh, and also, who knows about what could what could happen out of that? Um, we've had so many conversations that just started very innocently and casually and hopefully are going to blossom into really awesome relationships. So it, it's right now, it's very much awareness raising and outreach to start. Um, and then who knows, who knows what's to come. Another big benefit of participation in the hackathon, which, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll give you this alpha right now. Why not? Uh, is that hopefully a number of the winning projects that come out of the hackathon uh, that number has been moving a little bit. We've been saying seven, who knows? It depends on the, the number of submissions, but a, a set number of projects would then receive uh, mentorship and support from the, the Marma J Dow um, and hopefully our incubation uh, for profit arm of Marma J Labs uh, into next year. So it would be something where we would be setting up a number of social good focus projects 
that could then be receiving uh, support from us as they try and realize their their co- their goals as they uh, work through their their hackathon submission projects uh, and turn them into into MVPs into into viable projects or products whatever that looks like. So we're trying to give back in a number of of different sustainable ways. Um, but I might have missed something, Chloe. Did I miss anything? Oh no, uh, you actually covered it all. I think that last yes. point there about really hoping to have we already talked about Marma JCon being a yearly event so not just having a one-off event where we just kind of come in and I mean Antigua is beautiful so it is great for one-off events as well but really hoping to continue to build upon what we're doing here each year or doing an Antigua each year Um, but also ensuring that we're actually helping to incubate and like start and make sure that companies are you know being formed out of these hackathon projects just like yes you know multi-call you have you have a hackathon challenge you get some people to you know try and solve it they get some funding and hopefully that can become an actual viable business in the future with enough support um and in my opinion you know again this digital assets bill being passed uh, you know makes it so that antigua potentially is a very unique place in the caribbean where these local groups with enough support from near foundation from Aurora, from Octopus Network, from the Ethereum, from other Web3 groups, we could actually see, you know, a flourishing Web3 uh, you know, business ecosystem in Antigua, where, you know, again, uh, you know, local Antiguan businesses are able to thrive uh, in, in the Caribbean in general. And obviously not just Antigua. Uh, over time, we'd love to see this become an entire, you know, a Caribbean powerhouse. And uh, we obviously have some goals there as well. We won't, we won't put up that alpha yet. No, not um, just yet. But... <laughs> but uh, <laughs> But, you know, we're excited that, you know, that, you know, so yeah. Awesome question. Thank you so much, Ernest. And just looking at time, we did want to keep this to an hour because we know you all have very full, busy days and so appreciate you spending some of this time with us. And uh, we really hope that, you know, you, you consider coming, joining us in Antigua, or if you aren't able to join us virtually for the programming we'll have there, as well as um, for participation in the hackathon, feel free to look through the pinned tweets here, sign up for email updates, check out marmaj.org forward slash marmajaycon, follow it's marmajay on Twitter, um, the one giving all the emojis and the reactions right now. That's the account. If you're not following it already, please do so for updates about what we're doing and, uh, you know, all news related to MarmajayCon and our other activities. And uh, we hope to learn and build with you in paradise from January 7th to the 12th. Thanks so much, everyone. Have a very good day. Thank you so much, everyone. We hope to see you soon. Bye. Woo, bye.